0: too many cooks spoil the broth have you ever heard this expression my dad used to say too many Indians not or too many chiefs not enough Indians in Egypt they said two captains and the ship will sink that's pretty dire right this is an idiom and an expression that's been around obviously for thousands of years but for sure for hundreds of years when in 1575 George gasped Cappy or something, whatever his name was, wrote it in a book called The Life of, of Care. I don't know what care is. It was, of course, summarized on Google, meaning I have no idea what it meant. But it's been around since at least 1575 in writing and much longer than that. Obviously, if it was back in Egypt and and back in the times of uh, other, other peoples, I guess. So what does it mean? I guess my nearest and closest I- experience with this has been working for two bosses in corporate america um, one of my jobs i reported to two different bosses in two different uh, departments two different divisions of the organization one was in uh, operations and one was in quality and it wouldn't seem like a big deal but whenever you have two people giving you direction and they're of equal I guess level in the organization it's confusing and I finally after about a week of being super frustrated because I was getting two sets of instructions in that had me going in opposite directions and I felt literally like was running around with the chicken like with my head cut off I was trying to do way too much at least as much as two people probably three or four because I was getting so much conflicting information finally sat us all three down in the same room and said okay here's the deal there's you know eight to ten hours in my day how are we going to split up how do i decide when you guys both give me directions what is the most important thing for me to do and i think they were shocked and surprised that i had actually had the audacity to call a meeting together where i wanted clear expectations from all of us but work was a lot more fun and it went a lot more smoothly after that ended up primarily reporting to the director of quality then which again made life more simple and easier did I help out and do projects in operations? Absolutely, but it was a lot better for me. I think it was probably a month or two where we decided, "Hey, I'm just going to report to the head of quality instead of quality and operations." So that was my my entre- my entree into the quality field, and I spent you know the next 20 plus years in that particular uh, field. That particular. Uh, level or area of study and application in, in corporate America so my corporate career was primar- primarily spent in the function of quality which to me means I could stick my nose in everybody's business because quality is everybody's job and it's a it takes everyone in the organization to create the proper end results for the customer <clears throat> so I, I actually love working quality didn't do much engineering after that but I did enjoy that so how do we use this too many cooks spoil the broth to build and grow our business well we make sure number one that we have clear goals and clear expectations for people We make sure people aren't reporting to two different bosses that there is a straight line of, of understanding and expectations and that is an example of expectations have to be shared up in your organization, as well as down. Everything doesn't just flow downhill. I know there's an idiom and an expression about that, but it's not true. Things can flow uphill as well. Communication has to flow uphill, right? So that the people above us in the organization have the information that they need to make the best decisions possible. And that goes for every level of the organization, every type of organization. So you want to make sure clear goals, clear expectations, keep team sizes small. We could do a whole week long, you know. 10 hours a day discussion about team management, team leadership, how to have awesome, functional, creative teams. Uh, But today we're just talking about the idiom, too many team members or too many bosses, not enough team members. That's another one that I've definitely used that in my corporate life as well as in my business life. Explain to people that at some point, everybody has, if everybody's responsible, nobody's responsible. And that's why we always break tasks out and we have an accountable individual everybody says yeah yes I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to doing this and making sure it gets done maybe I don't know all the hows about it I might need some of your help to get it done but I will commit I will own this it's my responsibility and until you have actual clear communication like that in your organizations you tend to have chaos or all of the decision-making has to go to one or two people which is really a nightmare because what happens when you have One or two people that have to filter all the decisions through them it's called a bottleneck not a good thing for running our businesses and growing our businesses smoothly so too many cooks spoil the broth love to know your experience with this particular idiom or example have you been on teams where they had more than one team leader and how effective was that team have you been in organizations or clubs where everybody wants to be the boss or the chairman of the board and the organization really falls flat and really never accomplishes its mission or gets what it wants to get done done because everybody wants to go in different directions. That's what usually happens. That's it. Have an amazing day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how can you use it in your business right now? Have an awesome day. Bye. See you tomorrow.